This is the MDRT Podcast. Does a business plan only exist if you write it down? Once it's created, how final should it be? During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters... Ana Sofia Rodriguez, Panama Republic of Panama. Matthew Murphy, Calgary, Alberta. Adam Blumberg, Houston, Texas. Discussed how they've established and changed their plan. I have never in the course since I've been in the financial services industry written down a business plan. Do you all have written business plans? Yes. Did you write it one day and you just keep with it every year or do you revisit it every year and try to, is it an annual business plan? Is it a long term or all of the above? All of the above and then some. So for my business plan, I don't know what yours entails, but we'll look at that after. But for my business plan, it's something that I started doing back in 09, got into the business put down on paper what it is I wanted to see by the end of the year and made it kind of a goals list. Once I had done that, I did 2010. And in 2010, I only visited that business plan twice. And I found that at the end of the year, yes, the results were bang on, but if I wanted to maintain or continue to grow, it needed updating. It needed to become more congruent with the direction of the business that I was running. And so, you know, what started as just a goal list turned into a a full-on business plan. Now I have models built around it right down from hiring new staff to retiring staff to prospecting new clients, what types of client events we're going to do. Reviewing it quarterly has been beneficial. It helps us to stay on track and any of the targets that we set out for ourselves, if we're not on track, we can dial it up on a quarterly basis to ensure that at the end of the year, the results that we anticipate were there. I think it's, it's probably one of the most important pieces of any entrepreneur's portrait. You have to spend some time on a business plan. So if you haven't, and you've made it this far, I would say that with a business plan, it's going to propel your business that much further in the direction that you want to see it happen. Somebody, and I don't know who, but somebody said if you have an idea, it's just that, an idea. If you write it down, or if you tell somebody about it, you have 30 to 40% chance of making it happen. If you tell somebody and you think about a plan to get that result, you have about a 60%. If you do all of the above, tell somebody, think of a plan, and you actually write that plan down, the margins for failure are thinning with each step that you take towards it. Obviously, you've had some sort of business plan, whether it's in your head or in your thoughts or in the way that you've conducted business, but I think that by putting it on paper and visualizing it and revisiting it and updating it and continuously trying to better the implementation of it, it's only going to be to your benefit and ultimately to the benefit of your clients because The more organized and efficient and profitable you can be, the better you will serve your client base, the lower your fees can go, and the more clients that will be attracted to you in terms of conducting business because you have been successful in that regard. What about you, Anna? I think in some ways, the whole concept of the business plan can be threatening. And that's why you hear sometimes people saying like, I don't have a business plan. But after hearing you speak, you do have a business plan. I just think you don't have the written version of it, but you have a clear concept of where you wanna go, how you wanna achieve it, 
and what the end result needs to be just to have it written down. Like for example, in our case, at the beginning of the year, we set the goal that we really, we were going organically, that we were getting more and more employee benefits accounts. We started getting them, not looking for them, not on purpose, not doing anything specifically, but we realized that it was a good niche market that we needed to target. So our whole plan for this year has been catering to those opportunities in the sense that we have been preparing our staff to handle bigger employee accounts, giving them the tools that they need for that. Also, we have been preparing ourselves in that sense and even to the point like planning, okay, when I go to the MDRT annual meeting, the focus sessions I'm gonna attend to are gonna relate to this subject, but also our marketing my marketing efforts through social media or through traditional outlets such as seminars are going to be focusing on employee benefit topics that would tailor to those audiences. So it's not a formal business plan in the concept way, but it's the business plan for this year that's going to lead us to those goals. So taking that into account, if I go by that definition, you definitely do have a business plan too. You just have to write it, write right. it down. Yeah, that's right. I've, what I said is I, I've just never written it down. The odds of success on it, because you've identified a business plan in your head and you've told people about it, because we've all heard where you want your business model to go, getting the competitive edge, I think, that next 20% for execution is absolutely sitting down and drafting it up. All right, great. And I think that now... I love the fact that we keep talking about me and my plan. This is great. And, and you guys are helping let's, me out. Let's talk more about me. Let's talk more about me. I like this. This is the Adams Business Plan Podcast. <laughs> to me, if I'd have had a written business plan for the last however many years of my business, I'd have ripped it up every single year because it never felt right. And now I feel like I'm to the point where I say, this is what I want. And now I've gotten where I want. I've figured out all the players and I've figured out how to structure the business, and now is probably the time to say, I'm going to write this down, or we, my partner and I, we're going to write this down because this is what we're going with now. We've left the insurance company world, and we've left the broker-dealer world, and we're in the RIA world. As I say, we're as naked as we can be in the financial services world right now. It's time for us to write our business plan and say, this is where we're going for the next five to 10 years, and then we can break it down into one-year increments and quarterly increments and figure out, okay, are we hitting our targets? Are we performing the tasks to reach our goals, to hit our targets, to get to where we want to be in our lives in the next five and 10 years? I didn't write it down because I was never certain that that's the direction I wanted to go. My business plan from year one, coming out of new man school, completely green to being on my own, my business plan was like seven lines and one of them was do not fail. There was no formal structure. My business plan today versus my business plan from eight, nine years ago is, I mean, the progression that the business has taken, it's, it's almost something that you have to rip up every year. You said if I had written one, I would have ripped it up. Well, at the beginning of the year, we write our business plan. The next year, we basically take what worked in that business plan and we continue on with it we progress that and we add in the features the elements the necessities that we need to progress the business on an upward scale so my thought would be get it on paper 
rip it up in January, rip it up the next time they make tax changes, the next time the regulators come in with new forms and new reporting requirements, continue to rip it up. If you're ripping up a business plan, but your business is growing, you're ripping it up for the right reasons. If you're ripping your business plan up because your business is shrinking and it's bleeding and hemorrhaging at the joints, then yeah, you need to sit with somebody and do a proper business plan and maybe put some modeling in there that's gonna benefit and aid your business and your client base. It's actually an interesting thought. As you were saying that, what I was thinking was because in our business is so different from so many and that when we come into this, it really is, as we've been saying all day, an eat-what-you-kill business from day one. And so, yes, I'm going into this as a job and as a career, but from day one, I'm a business owner, right? I have to create my own business. And I've had businesses in the past. I owned companies and I had business plans for those. Going into this, my thought was, well, now I'm just gonna go into the financial services industry but my thinking wasn't I'm going into the financial services industry as my own business entity. So there wasn't a thought of I have to create a business plan. It was, as most of us, it was create kind of a marketing plan. How are you gonna target people? How are you gonna talk to prospects? How are you gonna get them in the door? What's your close rate gonna be and all that? It's always 100% from day one, right? Because you know it's really easy to close your mom and your dad and your brother and aunts and uncles and all that. They're happy to give their money over to you. But then you realize at some point during this career, you go, oh, wait, I'm running my own business now, especially when you start hiring staff and you start getting partners and figuring out what maybe your niche markets are. Again, as you were talking, it made me think, okay, we should have had a business plan from day one. It is going to get ripped up as you learn the industry and learn what you like and don't like and learn who your targets should be. But most of us don't come into this industry and say, I'm a business owner now. Congratulations, I got my insurance license. I'm officially a business owner. Say, I need to go sell some insurance quick because I need to pay bills. I think business plans are meant to change. If your business plan remains the same for five, 10 years, then you're doing something wrong. You are doing the same thing wrong over and over again. I think they are meant to change. They're meant to change for business reasons and they're meant to change for personal reasons. One of the main reasons my business plan changed is because I had a baby. So the way I viewed business and the way I viewed my clients and the type of clients I wanted changed. I worked until the last, my baby came early, like four weeks ahead. So I'm going into the hospital, exactly. He decided when he was coming, I wasn't in charge anymore. But I'm like going into the hospital thinking like I have meetings tomorrow, I need to cancel it, I'm texting, I'm sending emails going into labor. And after I had my baby, I realized, do I really wanna keep doing it that way? Do I really wanna do business that way? Is this the type of clients I want? And it ripped my business plan. I changed the amount of time I wanted to dedicate to the business and also the type of clients I wanted to deal with. So that meant that I wanted a very specific type of client in the sense of how I could handle them what amount of time I would need to handle them in a good way, in a VIP way, in order to dedicate more time to what had become the most important thing in my life, which is my son. So yes, that can really change a business I think too, somebody at one of the meetings 
the annual meetings, and it was early on, I think it might have been Anaheim or Philly, I was listening to them talk, and they said, the old saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it, it only applies to electronics and appliances. From a business plan standpoint, I'd apply it that if it's not broke, break it. Break it. When are we most successful? It's not when we're sitting at our desk, having the same bowl of soup, talking to the same client that's been our client for eight years and it's just calling to say hi and see how the kids are doing and it's when we really step out of our comfort zone and so if we have a business model or a business plan that's working and we shake it up and we add to it building on the fundamentals of that plan that we've just kind of gone in and disrupted it can only be good if we approach it with the same level of commitment and care that we do our client base. Thank you for listening to this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, find us on SoundCloud and iTunes at MDRT Podcast. We'll see you next time.